Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I have seen great joy this past week. This past week, it seems, wherever I went on my way, I saw joy. I was picking up a, a couple of items at Kroger, and even though the checkout line was really long, I saw joy. I was eating lunch at uh, Georgia Blue this past week, and also at the gathering in Livingston, and even there, the customers, I saw joy on their faces. And I was also at the Big Three Hospitals in Jackson, UMC, St. D's and Baptist this past week as well. And even there, even in that place, even at the hospital, I saw the same thing. Great joy, palpable joy that you could feel radiating off of people's faces. And so I wondered to myself, what is this joy? Where is it coming from? And then it, it hit me. It's joy coming from parents whose children are back in school this week. Each time this year as it rolls around and school begins anew, I'm always reminded of my first days of school. The excitement of the first day of school, of starting afresh, starting anew, of getting a new teacher and finding out who that teacher is, of finding out which one of your best friends is going to be in your class for the year. And then, of course, there was always the excitement of buying school supplies each year, getting new stuff. That was always so much fun to me, to go and get that list and to pick everything off the shelves. I felt like it was mine. And of course, there was always that protractor and that compass that always made the list each year. And you bought it because it was on the list, but you hardly ever used it throughout the year. I was thinking this past week of when I went into the sixth grade and so when you go into the sixth grade, that was the big jump from uh, elementary school to middle school for me. And so I was not only changing schools, but it was the first time I was changing classes. And so I was a little bit overwhelmed because I was changing schools and didn't know my way around, but also because I had like six classes that I had to find and be in the next day. So my mom took me the day before school. And she gave me a little tour of Magnolia Middle School. And, you know, she said, here is uh, the library and the cafeterias right here. 
and here is the band hall, here's the gymnasium, and right here is the sixth grade building. And this is where all your classes will be. Miss Brown's class, your, your math teacher is right here, and Miss Bounds' class, your English teacher is at the end of the hall, Miss Powell's class is across the hall, and so on and so forth. And so when it was all said and done, and after my mother had shown me around and I felt more comfortable, she asked me, she said, do you have any questions? And, and I said, yeah, Mom, just one. And I said, I'm really worried about my crayons. My mom kind of looked at me funny, and she said, sweetheart, what do you mean your crayons? And I said, well, you know, I, I keep my crayons in my desk, but if I'm going to another classroom and someone is coming from another classroom and sitting in my desk, I'm, I'm kind of worried that they're going to steal my crayons. And my mom very gently looked at me and she said, dear, you can take your crayons with you. And so my mom still tells that story even today. So much that back in uh, 2012, after my first day of seminary, I called my parents just to kind of tell them how it all went. My mother said, well, let me ask you, did any of your seminary classmates steal any of your crayons? So it is an exciting time with, with school starting again. And in keeping with that theme of school starting, we have our gospel lesson this morning. We have Jesus teaching, which Jesus is apt to do. Jesus came to us to reveal to us who God is, who God the Father is. He came to reveal to us the love that God the Father has for all of us. He came to reveal to us what our relationship with God the Father looks like. The main way he does that is through teaching. He is often known as rabbi, which means teacher. In Matthew, he is known as the teaching son of God because he goes on five long discourses. Of course, one of those being the Sermon on the Mount in which he teaches on many subjects. So Jesus is known as a teacher. It's one of the things he came here to do, to teach us. And so that's what we find him doing today in our gospel lesson teaching the crowd. And he is telling the crowd, the same crowd who saw him with the five loaves and the two fish, feed 5,000 people. It is the same crowd. And so they come to him. They want to see another sign. They're looking for him because they want to see him do something else. But he tells them, he teaches them, the sign is right in front of you. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. The sign you were looking for is me. The bread that your ancestors ate in the wilderness did not last. They were hungry again. But I am the bread of eternal life. Feast upon me. Feast upon me and you will never go hungry again. And even though you will die, you shall live. But the crowd, the pretty bad students, they start grumbling and mumbling among themselves and there's lots of side conversation going on and they say wait a minute we know you we know where you come from you are joseph's son we know your mother and father after all this was jesus's home region of galilee in which he was preaching and teaching and healing many and so they say how can you now say that you have come down from heaven you can't tell us that we know who you are we know who you are. But Jesus tells them, I am the bread of life. I have come down from heaven. 
what Jesus tells them is that eating is believing. Eating is believing. Feast on me the bread of life, and you will never go hungry again. We here in the Episcopal Church, we are the Eucharistic people. Every time we come for worship, we expect the Eucharist. We expect to be fed. I've been here three years, and we've done morning prayer a couple of times, and there's probably been maybe five people max at morning prayer. But when we have the Eucharist, when we offer the bread that has come down from heaven, when we offer the blood of Christ, the cup of salvation, that opens the floodgates, and everyone comes here expecting to be fed. Not too terribly recently, someone asked me, they said, why don't we have altar calls in the Episcopal Church? And I sort of chuckled a little bit, but then I, I realized that they were, that was a serious question. That was a serious question. And so I said, we do have altar calls in the Episcopal Church. Every Sunday, four times, 7.30, 8.45, 11, and 5, and at the healing service on Wednesdays at 5.30, we have an altar call here in the Episcopal Church. When the priest gets up, whoever the priest may be, and said, these are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on Him in your heart by faith with thanksgiving. That is a call. That is an invitation for everyone to come up and partake of the bread that has come down from heaven, to partake of the blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. And that call is extended to all people. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how sinful you've been the past week. It doesn't matter your race, your nationality, ethnicity, your creed or language, or sexual orientation. None of that matters. That call is extended to all. And so that is what we do here in the Episcopal Church. We feed on our belief in Jesus Christ. When we come here, we expect the Eucharist. And we receive it. We actually put, we put action to our faith by walking up and receiving communion. Jesus says, feed on me. I am the bread of life. By doing so each and every Sunday, every time we worship, we are putting action to our belief that indeed Jesus Christ is the bread that has come down from heaven, the Son of God. So as we make our way to communion, when you come up to the altar rail, Come, taste, and see. As the psalm says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Come to the table. Taste and see your salvation. Come to the table. Taste and see the heavenly banquet. Come to the table. Taste and see eternal life with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.